In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Good morning. There are lots of things to talk about in today's Gospel lesson. There are two things that I want to bring out, I think, that are the main issues at hand. And it's the second one that I want to focus on more today. But the first one, just briefly, because it's something we have to be attentive to, is that we have in this Gospel lesson a clear understanding of the presence of evil. Evil has two faces. The first face is the devil himself, who is constantly trying to take us away from God, who's constantly whispering in our ears, it's okay, just go ahead and do it. Don't worry about what you've been taught. They don't know what they're talking about. He's not real. It's made up. All these sorts of things. The second face of evil is when we ourselves, because we can do this without the prompting of the devil, decide that we want to do something that is terrible and heinous. Or even worse, teaching others to do something that is terrible or heinous. Or sowing the seeds of that doubt or the nastiness that is about to take place. We have to come face to face with evil. We have to understand that it exists. And it's not something that we should fear, but something that we should be ready to fight against. Because with God behind us, nothing can harm us if we always remember that, if we always keep that to the fore of our minds. But having briefly discussed that part of the Gospel lesson, one thing is often overlooked. And to me, it's the most important part of this whole Gospel lesson. And it comes in the last two lines of the story that we hear. After the people from this town Pushed Jesus, basically pushed Jesus out because they're terrified of what had happened. They were terrified of what this man had been doing and then they're terrified to see all the commotion and tumult that happened when these demons came out and entered the pigs and rushed off the side of the cliff and so on and so forth. And this man was now in his right mind. And this man begs Jesus to be with him. But Jesus has something more important for him to do. And he tells him, go, go back to your home and tell everybody there what God has done for you. An important commandment that this man had been given. And the next line states that he did just that. He went back and declared all the things that God had done for him. For our spiritual lives, these two lines can be the most important things we can ever remember and can be the most important things that we can ever do. It's actually not things. It's one thing. It's to declare all the great things 
that God has done for us. I'm thinking two, because there are two lines. It's the command of Jesus, and then Luke tells us that He does do it. But it requires some important things. First, it requires us to acknowledge the blessings that we've received from Him. And that can be hard for us. Because we like to look at the problems we have. We like to complain about things. We like to say how we've been wronged and this, that, and the other thing. And those are all true. They happen. But inevitably, when we ask someone to write the things that are good down compared to the things that are bad, it just keeps going and going and going and going and going. But we have to take time to realize those great things that God has done for us. And then comes part two. That's to declare it to those around us. Now that is a life-changing application. Because if we start thinking and understanding about all the good things that God has done for us, and then start declaring that to others. And by declare, I don't mean stand on a soapbox. You know what I mean, that when you're in conversations with people, as the themes come up, you'll be able to express it as you see fit. But to acknowledge in front of others that yes, indeed, the Lord has blessed me. Yes, indeed, the Lord has helped me. Yes, indeed, the Lord has strengthened me. Yes, indeed, the Lord has remembered me. That's preaching the gospel that anyone can do. But more importantly than that, it gets our lives focused on the proper thing. It's focused on what God is doing for us. Instead of focusing on all the other little things that either other people are doing to us or the things that we are contriving in our own minds that may not be according to God's will and commands. Sins, in other words. But these two lines, so often overlooked, are so critical to the way we live a Christian life to realize and understand and mark down and write down the things that God has done beautifully for us, the blessings that we've received, and then to be able to say it to somebody else, to be able to tell somebody, the Lord has blessed me, the Lord has kept me, the Lord has remembered me. That's not something to be embarrassed about. That demoniac was not embarrassed. He begged to be with Jesus. But when he was told to do these things, he did them. And it changes lives. Amen.